0: What's going on, guys, and welcome back for another episode of the Gen X Gamer Podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Ice, and this is your favorite podcast. So the game I want to talk about today, I actually got this game for free. I just recently upgraded my graphics card on my computer to a 3080 Ti Founders Edition, and when I did that, I actually I looked in my email and found that I was actually eligible for two free games from Bethesda, and those two free games were Doom Eternal, which I already own, and Ghostwire Tokyo. So before I actually got this game for free, I really never had any kind of, I I wasn't gonna get the game. Like Ghostwire Tokyo wasn't on my radar. I knew about it and it looked pretty cool. I knew it was a PlayStation exclusive, but I just didn't, I, I really didn't see myself getting it. But I mean, I figured, hey, it's free. Why not? Don't turn down a free game. If they're gonna offer me a free game, I'm gonna take it. So I downloaded the game. I actually gave Doom Eternal to a buddy of mine. Like I said, I already own the game and I love Doom Eternal, fantastic game. But when I first started playing Ghostwire Tokyo, I immediately fell in love with it. I, I really didn't think I was going to. The reviews that I've watched on the game, I heard it was a very like niche game. Like it, The audience it was directed towards was kind of it, you either you're, you're going to like it or you're not going to like it. It's considered a first-person shooter, but there isn't any guns. Uh, there's a bow and arrow in the game, but uh, apart from that, there's no guns. And the, the, the shooting that you're actually doing is going to be coming from your hands because you're doing these signs called the Kujikiri. But we'll get into that a little more as I as I go through the bullet points of thing, the notes I made about the game and what I like about it. But um, Ghostwire Tokyo was actually released on March 25th, 2022 for the PlayStation 5 and Windows. And as I stated before, it was a an exclusive for the PlayStation 5. I used to own a play, uh, PS5, but I ended up giving it to my son. I pretty much picked up every exclusive that got released on the PS5, apart from maybe like one or two. But I mean, I, I grabbed, you know, the whole reason I wanted a PS5 was for Demon Souls. And I'm pretty sure I've already you know, talked about this in, in a previous podcasts. but I really picked up the PS5 for Demon Souls because I'm a huge Souls fan. Then I ended up picking uh, picking up Ratchet and Clank. I picked up Returnal, which I really want to. I heard that game is supposed to be coming to PC, and I've got my fingers crossed for that. I really hope it's coming. If it does, I'm going to be playing that game most definitely because Returnal was fun. It was extremely hard. Uh, I feel like it's a lot harder than the uh, the Souls games, but I really hope that game's coming to PC. I heard it is, so I'm keeping my fingers crossed for that one. And then you know, of course, I picked up Horizon Forbidden West. I'm trying to think of some other ones that I picked up, but that's not the only ones I can remember off the top of my head. But if I still own the PS5, I really don't know if I would have picked up Ghostwire Tokyo. Like I said, I only played this game because it was free and it was given to me for free since I bought you know the, the 3080 Ti Founders Edition. Uh, like I said, I started playing the game and I immediately fell in love with it. I've I, I seen a few videos and a few reviews on the game before I actually started playing it. The game was given a 77 on a Metacritic for PC and a 75 for PS5. So that's kind of like your run of the mill. That's, you know, par for the course for games these days, unless it's just an outstanding game, like say Elden Ring or something like that. That's going to get a, you know, Elden Ring, I think it was a 96 or something like that. But 77 to 75, that's kind of par for the course these days for games, unless it's an outstanding game. You're just not going to score any, you know, above 80 or 85. But just to kind of get into the game and talk about the game a little bit, like I say, I made some bullet points of uh, things that I liked about the game. The game obviously takes place in Tokyo, Japan, because it's called Ghostwire Tokyo. You're possessed by a spirit named KK who gives you abilities, and you can only use those abilities while you're possessed by KK. As you go through the game, there'll be parts of the game where KK actually comes out of you, and you can't use those abilities for... A certain amount of time and then you actually get those abilities back and you're able to use them again but you can only you can only use the abilities you know and do the uh the kujikiri hand signals and you know shoot out your wind and your water and your fire uh, while you're possessed by kk but when you're not possessed by him the only means of taking down enemies is your bow and arrow and as i stated that's the only really weapon in the game for it to be considered a first person shooter the only real weapon you have is uh, a bow and arrow you're not there's no guns in the game the antagonist of the game is, is actually his name is Hanya uh H A N Y A not really sure how to pronounce that cuz a lot of things in this game is uh Japanese pronunciation but uh Hanya is basically he's uh he's taken Akito's sister uh he's he's basically kidnapped her and he's he, he's trying to take her soul for a ritual and throughout the whole entire game you're going through the game as Akito which is the main character who, you know, who gets possessed by KK and has the abilities. Throughout the whole entire game, your your sole purpose is to rescue your sister. You're constantly chasing after her, whether you're doing man missions, side missions, what have you. Your sole purpose and your main objective in the game is to save your sister from Hanya, from you know, from him completing his ritual. Because what he does is he, he basically takes everyone's soul and he's saving all the souls up towards the end of the game and there's like this he he does this huge mass ritual and basically you're trying to save your sister from from you know from that happening to her. As I say to you know, you use the Kujikiri hand signals and you shoot like, you know, you're shooting these, this magic out of your hand. I immediately got like Doctor Strange vibes and even my kids have walked through the living room as I was playing it. And they're like, that, you know, that looks like Doctor Strange because, I mean, you're literally shooting fire and water and, and wind out of your fingers. And it just, the way it looks on the screen, you immediately think of Doctor Strange. I mean, it just, there's just no way around it. I mean, if you, if you do, in fact, play this game, you're going to think the same thing. It's, uh you're going to get Doctor Strange vibes and... uh As I stated before, it's considered a first-person shooter, but there's no guns in the game. The only actual quote-unquote gun is a bow and arrow. I went through the whole game, like, barely even using my bow and arrow. I think think the one time I used it, I pretty much had to use it because it it was kind of like the game teaching you about how to use the bow and arrow. Like, I mean, I guess, like, people don't know how to use a bow and arrow, but that's really the only time in the game that I really used it other than that you know I used my my, uh, my kujikiri hand signals and then shoot you know fire water and wind out of my hands you know with the magic but if I wasn't possessed by KK I just I would kind of like sneak around stealth is a really big thing in this game like they really want you to like be sneaky and, and do all kind of like stealthy stuff but uh, what i did when i wasn't possessed by kk was i was pretty much like stealth my way around and didn't even i really didn't even use the bow and arrow but basically use uh, as i stated use paranormal abilities to, fit, to defeat the spirits and, and you get wind water and fire and you use the hand gestures known as kujikiri and uh, basically these hand gestures are, are like a real deal thing they're still being taught today including schools that teach ninjutsu apparently this is like kujikiri It's like an actual real real deal thing i was unaware of it and I, I thought it was just something that was you know for the game and something i'd seen on doctor strange but apparently this is like a real deal thing that they teach in martial arts And i think that's pretty cool that, you know that it actually turned out to be real but uh like, like i said i only seen it in doctor strange and, and in this game and apart from that i haven't seen it in anything else basically whenever you're uh, you know whenever you're fighting these uh spirits or whatnot and, you, and you're and you taking down the spirits and you ha- you do have like three or four boss fights maybe more I, I can just remember like three or four off the top of my head but uh once you defeat these uh said enemies and, and ghosts and ghouls or whatnot you get what's called yokai and yokai refills your wind and your water and your fire attacks and you'll see like, when you defeat an enemy that's what's like the green the blue and the red is like floating around like once you get close to it it kind of you know you kind of absorb it in but uh that's called yokai or you know i guess that's your, like your energy your your wind water and fire to use for, for your attacks players collect spirit points which are used to upgrade the character through a tree system and basically what i mean by tree system is you'll start out with your basic skills and as you level up you'll you'll unlock newer skills and uh you can go through and create uh or not create you can go through a complete side quest and these side quests give you what's called mag- magmata or something like that it's like it looks like half of a yin yang symbol and basically when you collect three of those you can upgrade your like because you'll only be able to upgrade your abilities to a certain point then after that you'll need like three magmata or however you pronounce it uh, to to upgrade it further but the only way that i found out a way to get those are, is to complete side missions and when you complete side missions you'll actually get the the magmata and you can actually hover over you can open up your map and hover over a side mission and it'll tell you whether or not you'll get a magmata from completing that mission or not but uh as i said you need three of those to further advance your abilities to completely upgraded one thing that i did notice when i was playing through the game is that like tokyo is completely abandoned there's only you and the npcs that you fight and uh and, and the ghouls that you fight against other than that there's like no one else in tokyo and there's a, I, I did notice while playing through the game that there's a lot of like cutscenes. like there's a lot of scenes that you know, Akito's like, he's interactions with his sister. And as you're going through the city and, and you're defeating, you know, you're defeating the ghouls, you'll see like there's like huge screens all over like Tokyo because it kind of is like very reminiscent of uh, Times Square in New York City where like, they got those huge, massive screens. But you'll see uh, Hanya, the uh, antagonist of the game, you'll, you'll see him pop up on the screen. And he'll like be taunting Akito and, and telling Akito, you know, that, you know, that he's never going to get his sister back and, he, you know, yada, yada, yada but uh, but you'll see him pop up a lot throughout the screen uh the the game but apart from you fighting the ghosts and ghouls on the street there's like no one else in tokyo tokyo is basically like it's deserted there's no one there but you i, I kind of noticed that like halfway into the game i was like wow there's like really no one in this game but you and the ghouls you're fighting, and that's it. Like nobody else. And uh, that's really that's all the the bullet points I really got for the game. I I really don't want to like go into the game too much and spoil it for someone who hasn't played it. I guess by now it, the game came out in March, so by now you're gonna you know whether or not you want to play it or not. For someone who hasn't played it yet, I kind of I really don't want to spoil the game and say okay, well this is what happens in the end and yada yada yada. I don't want to I don't like doing that and like when I when I give a review for the game. When I put out a review, I basically, I've finished the game, and I'm telling you, like, what my final thoughts about the game was. I try not to give, like, you know, spoilers or anything. I love, I just, that's me, and I don't like doing that. Maybe some people don't really mind. I, I mean, it's, it's not like it's a movie or anything, but I, I know a lot of people don't like having games spoiled. I. I know uh, whenever games leak ahead of uh, the release date, a lot of people will stay off the internet, and I'm one of those people. I'll stay off the internet because I don't want to see the, the leaked ending of a game. It's To me, it's kind of like a movie, and I want to experience it for myself. But um, that's all I really got. I mean, it's, it's a short and sweet episode. I kind of wanted to put out a little review on, on Ghost Tokyo. I actually just finished it up probably about a week or two ago, and I'm actually thinking about going through it again. I don't think, as far as I know, I don't think there's a... Uh, a new game plus i'm probably gonna have to start all over again uh, i'll have to look into that but i, I do kind of want to go through it again i really enjoyed the game and uh and also you know some food for the thought if if any of you guys out there are playing on pc that's what i play on i don't, uh, I don't have any other consoles other than a nintendo switch and this game wasn't released on switch if you're playing on PC and you're playing with a DualSense controller, it's actually like fully uh, Part I don't think there's any sound that comes out the speaker, but uh, you get the, the haptic triggers and, and, you know, you get a, the uh, adaptive, you get the feedback and everything. So th- this game is actually fully functional with a DualSense controller and it's supported by DualSense. So if you play on PC and you have a DualSense controller, uh, it's it's really awesome to play with a DualSense. I mean, you get, like, like I say, the haptic feedback and, and the adaptive triggers and everything. And uh, it's cool, like because there's a lot of rain in this game, and when you walk around and you know, like feel the raindrops on the controller, it's it's kind of wild, man. It was really cool, and I really I like the fact that uh, PlayStation are, is putting out games for PC, and they're actually fully supporting uh, the the DualSense controller because that's what I actually use, and I appreciate that. I, you know, I appreciate not having to have a PlayStation Five just to be able to experience the DualSense controller because I really think it's a awesome technology, and it's really uh, you know I really appreciate them supporting it on PC. But uh, that's all I really got for you guys today. Like I said, I wanted to put out a quick review on. Ghostwire Tokyo and basically tell you guys, you know, I, I I really enjoy the game and I want to go back through it again. And I highly recommend it for those who have a PS5 or PC and really want to play it. Definitely give it a shot. It's really fun. And if you like Doctor Strange and uh, if, if, if you like horror, because this game is kind of a, considered a horror game. So if you if you like those two things, definitely give it a try and give it a shot. I think you're really going to enjoy it. That's all I got for you guys today. As I state in all my podcast, go to iTunes and Spotify, leave a review, write out a review for me, and uh, leave me you know some kind of feedback. What I need to improve on the podcast to make the podcast the best that it can be for my fans and my listeners. So uh, until the next episode, I will catch you guys later on. Peace.